like birds sing a song. Now everyone loves the new blue, cause it's the truest. You will too, when you see this blue, true blue, too true. Hey kids, welcome to Monster of the Week. Today we were talking about, well, I guess some old school stuff, but it's still pre-modern. Uh, so let's get into that. This is constructing old school magic. talking with the, the rock star Andy Culpepper, a very known face in the Discord and Facebook community and on the pre-modern Mothership website. He's, he's one of the early influencers, I think, of pre-modern. Okay, influencer uh, even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did a blog mm -hmm. and uh, had an amazing, has an amazing um, uh, Instagram account. Mm -hmm. uh, but. Why, why he's on today is he did, he did the impossible. Mm. Like he has so many cool stories to tell. We will talk about that as well. But he did make it with the bunny, the bunny deck. Mm -hmm. Tricks is back, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, Andy, to Monster of the Week. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm excited to be here and talk about the deck that is a more consistent version of Replenish. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for having me on. <laughs> I'm joking. Just had to fire uh, a shot. Oof, yeah. oof, it hurt. Yeah. Well, and you're also one of Team Replenish, so uh, didn't hurt that much. Yeah. Um, you're... <laughs> no, yeah, I've been playing Replenish since way back in the day, actually, 2000. Yeah. Standard era. Yeah, you've been going on with Medic for quite some time, we reckon. Yeah. Yeah, I started, um, so I played originally from about 95 to 2001. Mm -hmm. And... Um, had a little bit of success just on like the JSS circuit. Ooh. Won a couple of qualifiers one year, and then I got made top 16 at the championship in Orlando in 2000. So that that was kind of my competitive background, but uh, quit playing after the plane shift pre-release, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. Just um, I was in high school and focusing on mm. other things. It sounds so, like you, you, did, you had a like, spiky pause, at least. You tried really... <laughs> went for it a while yeah i think um i think i got really interested like i used to get the inquest magazine and i remember getting the i think it was all the way back in 96 i got the issue with tom shanfang who won the worlds in 96 i think mm -hmm. yeah and that was the first um time that i kind of became aware of the fact that wow you can actually play this game and kind of make a name for yourself make some money yeah. you know all that kind of thing. So I think I was really 
drawn to that side of things pretty early. Is he the one that's on the like one of Magic Card also? The the printed like in his the invitational yeah. cards. He but they only made one. I think like one of. Yeah, he won that that prize. I think it was like encased in the trophy, okay. kind of. But it's. I think it's worth a lot yeah. of money now. If it's, I don't know where it is. But. We, we have we had some of those. Yeah. I think now they they made for a new set like the ring, a crossover set that's only <laughs> <Yeah>. one of. <laughs> but uh, there's a couple of those right. in the history of magic. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and then jumping forward a bit, you like how did you get into pre-modern and like. Well, all of that. Oh, uh, yeah. So I took a super long break until I think 2015 is when I started kind of getting that nostalgia bug that I think a lot of people get kind of yeah. after you've gone out in the world and done mm -hmm. things. And then you kind of want to go back to your childhood a little bit at, at some point. Mm. So, yeah, I just uh, I got interested in uh, around 2015 again. And I was looking at uh, MTG Goldfish, and I really liked like Saffron Olive's uh, budget decks and his brews and stuff, because I didn't have a lot of money back then. I had a young kid, we just bought a house and all this. So I started dabbling uh, in modern a little bit with some budget decks. And then I um, there was a modern deck that I saw, and it really captured my interest. It was the Taking Turns deck. I don't know if you guys know anything. This yeah. Back yeah, yeah. Around 2016. Was it the um, Miracle one? or I guess. No? Yeah, it had the Miracle, okay, the yeah. Temporal, whatever it was. That was like a Miracle Time yeah. Walk. Um, maybe we'll get into more of that later, oh. but that was kind of when I really fell in love with kind of this combo control sort of style yeah. of play. But anyway, so I played Modern for a couple of mm -hmm. years. And then I stumbled across an Instagram account. It was called Old School MTG. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody <laughs> knows it. It's uh, Greg Dickon's yeah, account. Yeah, great, great account. Beautiful yeah. graphics. And he's, yeah, beautiful no. stuff. And he's probably been running that for, I don't know, close to 10 years now, like eight or nine years. Mm. I'm not even mm. sure. Um, but so I saw that and I, I really love the old school cards. It was just beautiful. I was totally hooked on that but i kind of wanted to recreate something similar for the era that i played which was the 95 to 2001 which was coincidentally it was like the exact years that the dojo was operating yeah, yeah. the magic dojo and that's another i used to come home every day after school and run up to the computer and check the dojo because that you know before social mm. media and everything yeah, that like was for kind the of the forums, first uh, type of stuff yeah 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 that was kind of the real time magic news mm. that was happening whereas the magazines would be like once a month you kind of mm. catch up on things um but anyway so back to the instagram thing i i really my vision that i had was so when i was a kid i used to just lay out all my cards on my bedroom floor just so i could look at them all and see everything and yeah kind of see what <laughs> possibilities for deck building and everything so i wanted this instagram account to be just like basically that bedroom floor, like all the cards that I remember huh? from back in the day, just kind of laid out. Uh, so yeah, I started doing that and I started rebuilding a lot of old standard decks and kind of acquiring cards as I went. I didn't, I didn't start out with like a giant collection. I was kind of 
acquiring everything mm. as I went. Where in time are we now? Are we talking 2017 or? Okay, so this is, yeah, 2017, okay. I think October, yeah. I started the Instagram account. Okay, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, going into 2018, um, and I had no idea pre-modern existed at that time. It, it did exist. It wasn't really public. It was kind of just small yeah. play groups, I guess, mm. uh, playing it. Um, so I didn't know it existed until, yeah, I think it was early 2018 when Martin kind of went public with the Facebook group and yeah. get trying to get more people interested in it. And he kind of reached out to me because I was adjacent to, you know, the old cardboard yeah. space and he wanted me to asking me if, you know, I asked him if, you know, if I could help in any way spread this new format because I thought it was just really mm -hmm. cool. And so he let me write some articles, yeah. um, kind of brew articles on the... Yeah, it was a lovely, on the mothership. lovely piece. We had a, we had a lot oh, of content thanks. back then on the mothership. Yeah, on the blog side there. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, it, well, yeah. like the whole pre-modern scene was different also, I guess, so more mm -hmm. nostalgia and all that, but... Yeah, mm -hmm. I remember uh, Slav Fan, who also uh, is responsible for the Tolaria app. He helped uh, Martin to set up the web page, and then uh, I think when he like tried it out a bit with us among friends, like the format and looked it through, he was also a very good player. He won nationals and stuff here. So uh, during mm -hmm. that area, uh, like that time. So he also, like you, missed that time, I guess. So, and then you started writing yeah. some blogs there, and you were very. That was a that was a weekly thing. Yeah, right? you did and it. Like it was every every Friday or something. I think it huh? was for a no. while. Yeah, I think I was doing it for a few months, no. almost weekly. So I, I think I made somewhere around fifteen huh? or twenty, maybe less than that, actually 10, 10 or fifteen total posts but I, I think at a certain point kind of the rest of the community took over that brewing role i mean it was really exploding uh, quite a bit uh, at the beginning so i felt like it wasn't needed as much uh, anymore but yeah it's it, cool it lit the spark. and the other thing yeah. yeah and the other achievement i will say my uh my crowning achievement in pre-modern is the Instagram account got Robin Lund back in the okay. pre-modern. Yeah. So for everyone that he yells at on Discord, you can you can thank mm -hmm. me for that. I think Kim Carl Pfeiffer also thanks you and Greg. I I, okay. I know he's like sold on, on both of your accounts, I think. So cool. so you have um, your influence your influencer skills ha has translated to, to some great guys. And Very cool, yeah. 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 I don't know how much I really influenced, but I remember <laughs> Back in the day when I, I would make a post about some card like powder keg or something. Mm -hmm. And the next morning I'd wake up and powder keg quadrupled ah. in price. <laughs> like, oh, nice. interesting. I don't think it was really me. I think it was just, <laughs> it was all the reserved list spikes that were going on back in 2017 yeah. and 18. Uh, it was kind of funny that all those old cards were getting rediscovered mm -hmm. around that time. It's fun to look back to that time. I, I think... The three of us here all wrote some blog posts on the on the blog. Yeah, but it's it's fun to look back to like yeah. how undiscovered premodern was back then. Yeah, <laughs> compared to now. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Thanks. And you guys were there from the beginning. I, I actually I stumbled across the old Swedish uh, premodern website the other yeah. day. I was checking it out, like when he first mm -hmm. announced the format um, and the the ban list and everything. 
And uh, at the bottom, there was uh, Anton Glanz <laughs> commenting. <laughs> so, Yay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You, were, yeah you were super excited. That was before I came oh, on yeah. the scene. Yeah, that's cool. Long time. Yeah, long time. Uh, kind of, I guess it kind of like yeah. sipped through uh, like Facebook and then also Discord where you, Anton, are very, mm. <laughs> you're hanging around a bunch. Yeah, yeah. We tend to do that. Mm. We tend to do that. But it's funny to to hear this background from you, Andy, because I've always pictured you as like the the brew guy, the taking care of the community guy, and uh, hearing that you were like ventured mm. into medic because you wanted to win tournaments and like uh, bring a name <laughs> on yourself. So like, yeah, it's cool to see the like progression. Yeah, I don't, I you know I was yeah I when I got that Inquest magazine in '96 or whatever, I w- I would have been like 10 years old yep. so i wasn't making a name yeah. for myself anytime <laughs> soon but i just i just like the idea that um that this was like a real thing like that people could do for a living kind of and just being mm. part of that just felt like a cool mm. thing to yeah, do did we mention your instagram account what what what's what it's actually called ah yeah at mtg dojo yeah. era i don't post really anymore i like very rarely anymore just just because I felt like I, I kind of ran out of gas on it. I I don't have the stamina that Greg yeah, does. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But still, there's some cool historical content of the early days from of Primordial. Yeah, I felt like I, I documented yep. a lot of the old standard decks, quite a few extended decks too. So those are all on there. It's just cool to have that just in visual form. Yeah, yeah that's cool. But we we realized you you come back to Magic in 2015. You you see yourself as a blue mage that like combo control. And uh, yeah, so. yeah, this is where where we're heading today. Like I think most of the community knows you for various yeah parallax tide decks. I think that's your like the signature card. Okay. Or am I wrong? Yeah, no, I think lately, yeah. I think um, before Chain of Vapor, there was actually another chain that I had some yeah. success with. I don't know if you guys remember the old Pit, pit yeah. Rack mm-hmm. Spud decks. Yeah. yeah, so the Chain of Smog. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think I have the first result on TC decks for Chain of Smog. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I played a lot of those. And that's um, true. Yeah. And I played a lot of... Yeah, I played a lot of other decks too, but they never did well. So I I played played a lot of different brews, and um, I think my favorite deck from back in the day was actually the Bob Marr Oath mm. deck. Yeah, it's a fine. Yeah, so I tried to make that work mm. for a long time, but it just never really got off the ground. Yeah, blue green is a weird combination. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, blue green white. Yeah, the three colors, and then yeah, enlightened tutor is not. What it mm. used to be, I yeah. guess you could say. I mean, it's good in in some decks, yeah. but yeah. in a pure control deck, it it really wasn't easy to make it work because the the silver bullets didn't always didn't always mm-hmm. get there. Mm. I guess. Yeah. No. No. That's true. Mm-hmm. So where are we heading, Anton? You mentioned we're we're heading for blue territory. We're talking combo. Yeah, I, th- I think. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, because I think one, I, I don't remember, you have to like fill fully in the blanks here, Andy. Uh, when after Pit Rack and you ventured into like mono blue tide control, uh, or mm-hmm. we can call it mono blue tide, st- tide still, I guess, or whatever, 
Yeah, yeah. Was it you or was it like Magnus Holmström who, who started that deck? Or tell us about it. Uh, so, okay. So Magnus Holmström <laughs> actually originally was Remy Owlette. Yeah, it was who Remy. Yeah. yeah. Built, yeah. yeah, who built a mono blue control deck, just kind of a Drago. Yeah. Discs and kegs and counters and 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 whatnot. But I think the one list that I shared with you guys, the Magnus Holmstrom mm-hmm. list, I just thought that was funny because if you look at that list um, yeah. from a 2023 perspective, you see, okay, he's got four Chain of Vapor, he's got two Stifle, yeah. and then you're like, wait, did they put the list in wrong or something? There's there's no Parallax yeah. Stifle <laughs> list. <laughs> he's got he's got all the the cards that yeah, make yeah. it good. But of course, this was 2020. This was before Mark Eric Vote came on the yeah. scene with the whole parallax tide thing. So I always liked this kind of old mono blue, the Drago style. Mm-hmm. Deck. Magnus did play but, um, Neverall's disc instead. So <laughs> he did. Yeah. yeah, four discs and four and cats. I, yeah, that, that's that's a yeah, really exactly. nice it's worded. I guess you can uh, activate it and like chain of vapor it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah, you can do the old bouncing disc mm-hmm. kind of trick um but i i debated with him quite a bit actually because i never felt like nevinrell's disc was really going to be a playable card in the format yeah. and i still don't really um mm. so i love the deck but i was always kind of casting around for something besides the disc to replace the disc yeah. and uh so that was just kicking around in my brain for a while i did not think of parallax died at all until Mark Eric Vote started, you know, winning tournaments yeah. with it. And uh, so he was playing the blue-white version. He played a few different versions of, the, of that. And, but um, still, <clears throat> nobody, I think I was the first to, to try the mono-blue version. Yeah. Yeah. I was driving home one day, and I was just thinking, you know, I was thinking about how he was comboing the Tide with the Seal and the Stifle. Yeah. And I was thinking about the Seal thing, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, very powerful combo i mean you're you are spending two cards you're spending the seal and the tide to blow up the five lands Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. great um but you know what if you need the seal for something else maybe so i was kind of and then it just hit me like this old deck that was playing four chain Mm -hmm. of vapor so i was like okay what is better than seal of cleansing with parallax tide yeah Mm. chain of vapor (laughs) it's brutal (laughs) because yeah yeah um, yeah, being on the receiving end yes. of that combo, like you're like, ah, shit, he took my lance, and then you realize, yeah, tw- two seconds later, like, shit, he he has, still has his tide. He yeah. still yeah. has the tide, and he, and you and you only spend yeah, one yeah. card. Yeah. Only the chain of vapor is gone. You still mm-hmm. have the tide, um, so it takes five mana. But and the other thing is, um, so my philosophy with these tide decks was always like, keep the board clear, then tide their lands away, and you win the game. Basically, if you can do that, if you can keep the board clear. Yeah delete the lands. But the nice thing about Chain of Vapor is you don't actually have to keep the board completely clear. You can let that one, whatever they have on turn four, the Bayloth or the Angel or whatever it is, you can let that hit the board, tide them, chain the tide, copy the chain, sack of land, and bounce that four drop or whatever, slip through the counter net, and that thing is never seeing the battlefield again, most likely. Yeah, no, it's it's Um, sweet as hell. Uh, and and you're, yeah. for the er, for the early game, you play what is it? Four spike that that's like that's another staple in this deck, or <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I started out with three four spike, yeah. um, which I still think is fairly correct. Yeah. 
so yeah, lots of counter spells and <clears throat> so yeah, so basically I had finally found my thing to replace the disc. So it slotted in basically perfectly. Huh. Um there were four four discs out and three times. Yeah, in, so. and you're you're uh, still playing. You're playing quicksand, and you have powder keg also mm. to honorable mentions. Yep, the quicksands were a holdover from mm. from the old lists, and mm. I think it works really well because, I mean, mono blue, you're gonna struggle against aggro. You don't have the source of plowshares. Yeah. You don't have the wrath of God. You don't have that kind of thing. So I think um, quicksand, I was skeptical of at first, but I think it actually. Kind of fills a really nice role in the deck, like mm. wastelanding a lackey, wastelanding a jackal pup. That, <laughs> that is actually no, pretty decent. No. It, it feels yeah, you're it right. feels pretty good. Um, and like just yeah. to mention, while we're on the deck, uh, you still kind of have the standstill shell going, right? You have the uh, manlands, and you have did, like yeah. counter spells, and you have uh, uh, all of the other good stuff going also. Yeah, I, I kept all that standstill. It does conflict a little bit with the more proactive kind of tide plan because if you have a standstill in play, sometimes you're thinking like, yeah. do I want to break my own standstill like to do the tide thing? Like your opponent keeps yeah. dropping oh, so the, the, the tide yeah, is getting worse right. and worse in that sense, I guess. That Yeah, that is true too. So, But I held on to standstill for a long time because it's just it's such a mm. powerful card against... A lot of people um, mm. who also like in 2021, 22 era, there was a lot of new players to pre-modern and like no offense to anybody like I suck at magic, but no, like don't. people didn't necessarily, <laughs> <laughs> people didn't necessarily know how to play against standstill. Huh. So I was getting a, a, like kind of a lot of free wins. Like people would just, it seemed like they had the philosophy of just rip yeah. the bandaid off. Like as soon as you saw standstill, Play something, let them draw the cards, huh. which is which is sometimes yeah, correct. Usually, is, um, like, but but yeah. but maybe not then. Yeah, it 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 is sometimes, but it's, say if you're playing a slide mm -hmm. deck or something, you don't want to do that. You want to save up burn spells in your hand, let them draw, go, oh. draw, go. Yeah, until you have and yeah. It, yeah. And, end step. Yeah, until and mm. then on their end step, unleash. Mm. Unleash hell. You know. You're right. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Kill them with fire. Um, yeah, that's smart. So you, so, so you get to discard uh, your surplus cards unless you're countering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. If I'm yeah. at seven cards and I draw yeah. three, I'm, you know, I might counter a spell or two, but I'm going to be discarding yeah. there. Um, <clears throat> so but I think a lot of people were just kind of giving free wins mm. off standstill. It felt like where they maybe weren't playing perfectly. But nowadays, I mean, if I'm playing William Hurst, he's going to know yeah. how to play against yeah. standstill. But, <laughs> So I've, I, I, um, I, I've just noticed that the competition is getting a little tougher in the monthlies <laughs> lately. So, but yeah, true. I am looking at uh, phasing out the standstill. I think replacing that is definitely mm -hmm. my next move for the mono blue control <laughs> version. Fof or whatever, more fof or <laughs> uh, three yeah, yeah, sticking. Already. Yeah, yeah, fof, fof is great. Um, definitely sticking with those. I think. As far as a secondary draw spell, I'm, I'm looking yeah. at accumulated knowledge no, right now. Yep, yep. That's nice. Yeah, I want to try that because it's, it's always good. It's more just, <laughs> yeah, like it doesn't depend on what the opponent's yeah, doing. Yeah. It's just I'm gonna draw cards. Are um, you are you forced into playing intuitions then also, or can you just do the value? Uh, it is possible. Uh, yeah, I think I might want one intuition uh, in that kind of list. Yeah. Uh, 
the only the only thing about intuition that I don't love in like a control more of a control deck is that it gets pretty bad late in the game. Like say you've already cast two AKs. Mm. You, I guess you can you you can intuition for like two AKs in the FOF or something, which yeah. which is fine. But a, a lot of times, like say I've already cast one tide and I would want to tutor for the tide, yeah. like. I don't have three left in my deck mm. to get. So but you play Stifle as well. So like it's yeah, there's there's options. I, th I think I want to read read yeah. up your latest 2022 list. You came in second in the August monthly. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna do the boring read here for the listeners, but it's 20 seconds. Uh, so we have one master core. Two four spikes, three factor fictions, three mana leaks, three stifle, four chain of vapor, four counterspell, four impulse, three tides, three standstill, four powder kegs. Then there's one dust bowl, four ferroconclave, four mistress factory, four quicksand, and thirteen islands. Mm. Uh, and this this is super interesting because I wanted to ask you about the disc and why it's why you think it's unplayable. But hearing what you're talking about here, so yeah. for me. Like playing a standstill deck, you kind of you're forced into playing wastelands, or so I thought, because the quicksand is your wasteland instead. It's the same slot, I guess, and the tides is now your wastelands, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, and right. the kegs is still there for the swarm decks or the sim so. So I think this looks pretty yeah. smart. I'm I'm happy we did this interview because yeah. I didn't see it. I didn't yeah. see it. But Hearing you talk about it, I, I and you got the one the of dust bowl, I guess, okay. So, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the so the original decks, um, the original Drago decks, they were playing Quicksand, they were playing Mistress Factory, and they were yep. playing Wasteland. Yep. So you did not have a lot of room for blue mana, which was one of my big gripes with kind of those older builds. They were running like fourteen blue sources or mm -hmm. something like that, which. I mean, theoretically, you can counterspell on turn two if you need to most of the time, but anytime you're getting into like a counter war or anything like that, so you're trying to resolve a parallax side or something, you just, you're not going to have the blue mana to fight those counter yeah, wars. Yeah. So I definitely um, wanted to up the blue sources, and Wasteland is kind of the obvious cut because I have parallax side mm -hmm. to handle lands. I mean, Wastelanding somebody. In a control deck, it's kind of like stifling a fetch land or something. Yep. Like the longer the game goes, the mm. less it's going to matter. Like yep. stifling a fetch land or wastelanding somebody is really good if you're winning fast, if you're applying pressure to close yeah, out the yeah. game. But if you're winning on turn fifteen, it's it's not really much of a yeah. Play. And it's always been like you need to have answers for opponents' man lands, but you you play eight man lands, so mm. like you you will. Yeah, sure, yeah. yeah. The manland thing is a yeah. thing. Yeah, so I kept the Dust Bowl in. Mm. And, but yeah, Tide is there to handle most of your land. Yeah, issues. and you have a, an additional Dust Bowl in Cyborg also. So, And like mm. Counterspell in this deck looks solid. We had a discussion uh, on another episode about Counterspell versus Mana Leak. And that's depending on your Mana Base, uh, which mm. is one mm -hmm. thing that keeps this format in check a bit, I guess. So... Uh, yeah. having 13 islands really makes it that you usually can counter something with counterspell turn two or three yep and the four conclaves yeah. so yeah 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 Even 17 that. blue mm. sources total but but you're not playing arcane oh. denials here like that that's the that's the card <laughs> you're you're, <laughs> no. you're also known for <laughs> no. yeah no arcane denial yeah. you need a very specific deck oh. for that card yeah that's another one where 
you kind of have to win fast or else that extra card is going to catch oh. up with you. Yeah, so so the, yeah, the combo control thing, so kind of going back to like what I was getting at with the taking turns deck, yeah. that deck, I really, really like that deck because that was that's what really cemented this kind of idea of combo control in my mind. That's like the archetype. That's my favorite thing to play is like disrupt you for a few turns until I can enact my game plan, which is slower, but it's going to be more powerful. It's going to win the game. And the perfect card for that kind of strategy is remand. Yeah. It's not a pre-modern card, (laughs) but remand is such a beautiful card because it's stopping what your opponent is doing. It's getting you a card deeper oh. into the deck to find your pieces of your thing that you're going to do. And it's slowing the game down just long enough that you can execute yeah. your combo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so looking at pre-modern, a lot of people would say that Memory Lapse is kind of the remand analog in mm, pre-modern. Yeah. Yeah, it's it closest we get, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is, but I I think Arcane Denial is actually a lot more similar to Remand. Yeah, could be because the Memory Lapse isn't getting you that deeper card into the deck. Like it is, it's a hard counter. It is slowing the game down, but it's not accelerating you into finding your pieces mm. in order to mm. execute your and combo. You still so, need to answer yeah. the threat or whatever one turn later, I guess. So right, exactly. Uh, yeah. Um. I think memory lapse is interesting. I think maybe it should. See yeah, more I think so. Play. Also, I, it's I, know, I but... know it's mm. very powerful because it's banned in one of the Magic Arena online formats. That is true. It is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, but but then again, there's yeah, probably the better cards and whatever there and tempo. But, maybe. I mean, theoretically, memory lapse kind of fits this type of deck, right? Because you will exile all their lands, yeah. so, so they can't cast it, the card, and you basically time walk them because they have to draw another yeah. card but yeah it's so situational it does so yeah mm-hmm. yeah it does it kind of it kind of fits it but um mm-hmm. it, it maybe it fits better in the in yeah. the tricks version if, if, if you're know. playing it's medallion a, and stuff it's something like to that, try so it makes yeah sense. yeah correct, correct. yeah <clears throat> um but i just i love that idea of like slowing your opponent down getting deeper into the deck to assemble your combo obviously you have to win fast if you cast an arcane denial you're not playing mm-hmm. a super long game yeah. usually yeah. um but the nice thing i don't know if maybe we want to feed that into the tricks version yeah yeah we can we can go um there of course yeah we can we can we can go back and discover some more about this but yeah this is a good segue okay i could be purple i could be anything you like i could be brown i could be blue i could be violet sky i could be hurtful i could be purple i could be anything you like I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky. I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. Tell us about tricks, Andy. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so I guess just to finish up the point about Arcane Denial, like in the Tricks version, um, you actually have two different combos that can make it so that your Arcane Denial, the extra card you give your opponent is not going to catch up with you. So you have the Tide combo, oh. and you also have the actual win the game combo of the Illusions oh. Donate. So, I like Arcane Denial a lot in that list. Uh, 
but uh, so are you talking about so your latest edition of tricks or yeah so i'm talking about the other uh, tricks tied the biggest the deck. biggest happening in pre-modern 2023 uh if we look at deck discovery or i don't know you Old say type. that every episode <laughs> yeah i know but come on I guess, how, yeah. how many have nostalgia for tricks yeah. like everyone who enters this uh, format that played back then okay. they, knew, they knew the power of kaibude and tricks okay. right like we have some that, more things to go through with the tie decks but uh yeah we can circle back but, to that. Uh, but briefly fun. regarding tricks it's a it's awesome that you found a place for it it's basically uh the kind of same old shell but you put in the uh tide also i guess right uh what more did you edit yeah so so i jokingly made that comment about um this deck being like a more consistent version of replenish <laughs> which is <laughs> not really true but um <laughs> it is <laughs> it's just it, it's um it's an ancient tomb parallax tide deck that can actually very consistently play the parallax tide mm. on turn three. Like it has 19 blue sources. You're not going to be, you're not going to have trouble with blue mana. It has the four ancient tomb. It also has the four exactly. sapphire medallion yeah. to accelerate out the tide. Um, and that's an interesting card. So basically, I, I, I've never seen it used in other yeah. places, but tricks, but going along with all the, the stuff you mm. mentioned, uh, you can do a lot of stuff in uh, like with a not that much mana <laughs> needed. Yeah, no, it's really true. Like some turns later in the game, you'll find a medallion generating you three, four mana as you're casting spells, and then you've got one mana arcane denial, which is mm. which is pretty nice. Um, and so, so yeah, so with the mono blue tide deck, actually the last two tournaments I played, I didn't do as well. The first two tournaments I played, I went 16 and three. I made top eight and then a top two. Yeah. And then I played a blue red version in between, which is pretty cool actually. I, I made a top eight with that, that as well. That was during the, the um, elves uh, era, right? Right, right. So, so you, yeah, so uh, I I tuned that to beat elves and then I, I faced nothing but control decks, which it, it did fine <laughs> against too. Because uh, the other side of fire ice is very good against control decks. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you, but uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go. Ahead. I was just gonna say you're playing two main deck shard phoenix in that one, and you actually yeah. went back to two discs in that one. But yeah. I did, yeah. yeah. I I've tested out disc a lot. I've I've tried a lot. It's just so let's do a little thought experiment with Nevenroll's disc. So what matchups do you think it would be just really amazing to pop a disc? Oh, the rock? I don't. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I. Uh, so I. I would say maybe like parfait. Well, yeah. Or enchantress, parfait and enchantress, something like that. That has this crazy permanent base draw engine that you really need to deal with in a control deck, or else it's just going to get completely out of control and overwhelm you with cards. Yeah. Okay. So against like a parfait or an enchantress deck. So let's tap out on turn mm. four. They have their engine online that you're trying to get rid of. Let's tap out on turn four, play this disc, and okay, so go. <laughs> they have their engine <laughs> online. What are the chances they don't find the yeah, seal yeah, of cleansing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so 
I had it work out once for me playing against like a pink prison deck. I played the disc, turn four, tapped out. He looked at 17 <laughs> cards, didn't find the seal of cleansing, didn't find the tutor, didn't find, yeah, you know, whatever. whatever. And it was that, awesome. That's good. That's good. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And it was awesome. Yeah, I, I blew up his board. But um, every other time, <laughs> it just, the disc, it gets killed. It does absolutely nothing when it comes into play. Uh, You're tapping four mana. Um, which is hard to protect with a counter spell. You you know you're looking to turn six plus for that kind of thing, uh-huh. and it just but with um, ancient tombs. And then against like <laughs> yeah, yeah sure okay well there's there's an argument maybe with the new with the new build. But I, yeah. I, I mean I I have played versus <laughs> disc tied decks a lot actually, but uh, mm-hmm. and once they succeed and they can like follow up their their disc with a tide and just exile yeah. for lands whole priority and blow the shit up like it's insane they yeah. they end the game right there so, so oh yeah it sounds yeah. it sounds incredible yeah, in theory yeah. yeah it's just the fact that the disc does nothing like with a powder keg at least you can take out yeah, a box yeah. diamond or or a couple you know right oh. away or you know i'd rather blow up like two elves on turn three or a pup and a lava mancer on turn three yeah. With a powder keg, then you know, try to wait till mm. turn four mm. and play out a disc. So, I mean, it, it in theory, no, it sounds nice. incredible with Tide, but it's just, I and I have played it, I have tested no. it, but every time it gets blown up, um, or bounced or whatever, and you just, wait yeah, I trust your judgment on this. You have played this a lot, and uh, obviously, people have acknowledged the power of enchantments and, and artifacts the late. That's two years, so mm. yeah, there, there's mm. main deck decisions. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, um, yeah. Cool, but uh, so if we're talking like meta tunings with with uh, tide decks, is blue red? Is that like was that was that a phase that you came over? Or uh, yeah, I like blue red a lot actually. I want to dive back into yeah. it more coming up soon. It's actually a deck I have built right now. Okay. As cool. a possibility for Lobster Con, I guess you could say it's. Yeah, it's it's on the list. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how well it does against Parfait. It's probably not amazing there. But you have um, four. You have four powder cakes. Not in the blue red version. Okay, okay. No. Yep. Yeah. So the mono blue, I think, is better in that matchup. Yep. But I played, so the last two tournaments I played with Mono Blue, I kind of saw the other side of variance, maybe you could say, mm-hmm. or people getting wiser to the whole Tide shenanigans, maybe. So yeah. I went like five and six in the last two monthlies I played with it. Okay. So, And I was starting to lose more to aggro decks. Like in the past, I had actually done better than expected against aggro, I will say. Like mm-hmm. I like the first two tournaments, I'd be like every aggro deck I faced, which... I did not expect, and I think was statistically unlikely. But um, yeah. so I started ca- kind of catching the other side of that and losing to some of the aggro decks. Yeah. And that's when I decided to revisit this idea that I had a long time ago, actually, of putting the tide combo into the trace right. shell. Yeah. Because gaining 20 life is good. <laughs> Against a lot of decks yeah. that are trying to kill you. Yeah, there's so um, much synergy in this deck. So can Sam, yeah, Sam yeah. can we can we talk about tricks right now? Yeah, or, yeah, or? yeah. I, I just uh. Uh, wanted to ask if we're done with the tide. Uh, otherwise, uh, because we had like a blue red tide control and some other yeah, stuff. That, that that was covered. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
No, no, no we let's, didn't. let's go to tricks and we can come back. We okay, can come okay, back because they all overlap okay. so much. Yeah. This is this is the evolution of your mono blue tide. <laughs> okay, yeah. so let me re read up your list that you are currently 5 1 with in May monthly. That's so true. we have four ancient tombs, and then we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 islands. Three intuitions? No. Oh my god. Is it 20 islands? How, much I how many islands are there? Uh, 19, 19, sorry, 19. they're okay, on okay. multiple yeah. rows. 19 yeah. islands, three intuitions, four sapphire medallion, four impulse, two factor fictions, four stifle, four chain of vapor, four parallax tide, four arcane denial. There we have it. Four donate and four illusions of grandeur. And your sideboard is so nice. We have two annals, three mana shorts, two powder kegs, three cursed totem, uh, and five hydroblast effects. Three Hydroblast and two Blue Elemental Blast. Hmm. This is... This is tricks. 2023. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think this is probably the only way to make tricks actually playable yeah. in 2023. And it's funny because, I mean, for years, tricks has been considered unplayable. Yeah. Like, everybody that was started in 2018, we all dabbled with it. I know Seb was yeah, a big fan. Yeah, I played a bunch of different um, versions, uh, like blue, red, and like this one you started off with, clearly. You you have one of them mm -hmm. also from 2018, right? This is your version. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was actually the first pre-modern deck I ever built. I posted that on my Instagram in like early March, I think, of 2018. Wow. And basically, if you if you look at it, I was just looking at Kai Buddha's yeah. deck, PT winning deck. This is from the Fair Tricks era, after Necro was banned and Ritual was banned and all yeah. that crap was out. Tricks was still good, even though we had Elvish Lyris, we had Disenchant, we had Pyroblast in that extended format. Somehow, Tricks mm -hmm. was still decent. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I basically copied that deck, but... Uh, I had to replace the Force of Wills and Brainstorms, yeah. obviously. So I basically put in like two misdirections, a thwart and a foil instead yeah. of the Force of Wills and some other cantrips and whatnot. But it's, you know, basically... Yeah, you had idea. accumulated knowledge like we were all believed in back then. Like if yeah. you play Sapphire yeah. Medallion, you need to play accumulated knowledge because you play Intuitions and then you play Merchant Scroll as yep. well. So like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I didn't know Cunning Wish existed. So I was yeah, but I think like that's the curse. When you played back then, it's so hard to not have that reference frame in your mind, like when you're building a deck, because you know yeah. how it's supposed to look. And blanking that or realizing five years of new technology is what you kind of need you uh, to to see. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, we, yeah. I think we all make the mistake at first of thinking that pre-modern is going to be the same as 2001 yeah, right? extended or yeah. 2003 extended yeah. or whatever. I I also played uh, way back ancestral memories. <laughs> oh yeah, you did. I remember. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, I didn't even have any man lands <laughs> in my versions. But memory lapses and sleight of hands and arcane denials also, I guess, uh, oh. was, was great to make use of. Uh, yeah, clearly landed in a yeah. <laughs> better. So there's some Cunning Wish versions also way back. Uh, and yeah. Cunning Wishes could be. Yeah, cool. and I literally didn't know that card existed. That would have been better than Merchant Scroll yeah. in my original version, yeah. but I stopped playing in 2001 and I didn't know yeah. that yeah. Wish existed. So. <laughs> we had some <laughs> showings in decks with Burning Wish, right, uh, Anton, I think? 
But I haven't seen any Cunning Witch deck. <laughs> no, I mean, then you still have to do the Painful Splash, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Burning Wish, yeah, that's your seventh uh, donate, I guess. Mm. Uh, so th that's always decent. And you get Pyroclasm and uh, yeah, some other cool uh, sideboard mm. deck. But, uh, yeah, just realizing that... I'm just realizing, Andy, you're in, <laughs> you're in a format now where everyone plays like for main deck disenchant effect. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a format where like yeah. life gain is actually pretty prevalent. We have Suran Orbs, uh, Ivory Towers, we have Bailops, we have uh, Wellwishers, we have uh, Spike Feeders, like there's cards. There's a lot of cards that gain life actually. Mm. Uh, yeah, and somehow still your deck is so, so tuned, so you, you you have to do the combo kill. Like you cannot win otherwise. You have to donate an illusion. No. And I love yeah. it. It's so fucking fresh. <laughs> mm -hmm. thought. It's, it's all yeah, in. It's yeah. all in. Well, yeah, so I guess this brings us back to why exactly Trix is completely unplayable in pre-modern. <laughs> and I've thought about that. I've thought about that a lot. Uh, or, you know, so, so people think. Um, and it's not the artifact enchantment removal, I don't think, because back in the day, you had all the cards mm -hmm. I mentioned. The Elvis Lyrist was yeah, running yeah. around. You had Disenchant. You had Seal yeah. Cleansing. You had Pyro Blast, you had all the stuff that can nowadays kill yeah. you on the spot if you try to cast an illusion to Grandier. Stop, stop, wait, think, stop there. For the listeners, yes. for the listeners, they should know this. Uh, it's, it's a good, good no, way. They, they should. <laughs> yeah, okay, but, but we, okay, we need to educate them. How do they win immediately <laughs> when you cast your illusions of Grandier? Do tell. Okay, so when, so when you when illusions of Grandier enters the battlefield, it creates a trigger, a gain twenty life trigger. Now, if they let that trigger resolve, you'll gain the 20 life. And if they remove the illusions, you'll just lose the 20 life yep. again. But if they don't let that trigger resolve, instead they destroy the illusions with the trigger on the stack, then the leaves the battlefield trigger goes on the stack, and that will resolve yeah. first. So you will lose yeah. the 20 life before you have a chance to gain any life <laughs> yeah, at all. That, that's the, that's yeah. the scary down, downside with mm. it. Okay, yeah. sorry, continue where, where we're I, heading. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I honestly think that the rule change of, if you'll remember back in the day, you didn't lose the game until the end of the mm -hmm. phase. Yeah. You didn't lose yeah. immediately Correct. for having less than 20 yeah. life. So I honestly think that rule change is the one thing that killed tricks mm -hmm. in pre-modern um, because you couldn't just die by casting Illusion of Grandeur mm -hmm. back in the day. Mm -hmm. Like you, um, you would gain the 20 life and survive. Okay, yeah. So, so nowadays, yeah, so we have all these problems <laughs> facing the Trix <laughs> archetype. <laughs> so I guess um, there's, so I, in this deck, there are ways of dealing with almost any of those problems. Yeah. Um, so let's say your opponent is holding up Naturalize. They're going to get their lands deleted. <laughs> I, there's no other way to say it. Um, so you can hold up Naturalize and wait for the combo and wait to kill me on the spot. But Naturalize doesn't interact with the Parallax Tide combo. Yeah. So you can um, so you can do that. And Naturalize costs mana. So if they don't have any lands, they can't Naturalize your Illusion oh, of Grandeur. Seal of Cleansing is a little bit of an interesting one because they don't have to hold up mana for that one. But in the deck, we have the yeah. four stifles. So yeah. we, yeah, so we, 
we can deal with yeah, CO2. And unfortunately, in vapors as well. So, like, you have, you have thought yeah, about everything. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can bounce yeah. the seal. Yeah, there's, there's so much overlap between the pieces. So, the stifle works with the tide, obviously. Yeah. And it also works really well with the illusions because sometimes, sometimes, you know, you have to go for the combo. You're under pressure versus aggro or something like mm. that. You play the illusions and they do happen to have the pyroblast or whatever kills yeah. you on the mm. spot. If you have the mana up for stifle, you just stifle that leaves play trigger and you've you've lost your illusions and your stifle, but you've gained twenty yeah. life, which gives you a significant buffer to, to try to assemble the yeah. combo again. So and do do you do that? And that or, interaction Because that's the other thing, like life gain. We we mentioned that also being a yeah. bit tricky. Yeah, so stifle is pretty good against a lot of the common life gain too, like your your Bayloths mm. and and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, my one loss in the pod was to an Ivory Tower deck. He played Ivory oh, Tower. No. Turn one, game two, gained 27 <laughs> ah, life. I, caught, I, I comboed him twice. It didn't matter. He, <laughs> he was still at seven um, life. Um, and he had Bay loss and stuff in that oh. deck too. So that was going to be a tricky matchup for me. Oh. But I almost won that match. I almost won game three um, with a Parallax Tide on his lands. And he drew into an island in a chain of vapor to bounce the tide and i was i had a stifle in hand but i didn't have mm. the mana right then Shit. to yeah. to stifle it and he, he was playing a control deck and <clears throat> after that point he had enough indulges and naturalizes yeah. and whatnot to take over but the game was that but a bk or who, who was that yeah, yeah it was yeah yeah, yeah. really yeah, amazing yeah. deck i really like awesome. this deck yeah. a lot hmm. yeah so <clears throat> um so anything that costs mana we can basically deal with deal with with the tide combo. Yeah. Anything that's activated, we can deal with with stifle. Anything that's kind of a permanent in play, like your meddling mages, we can deal with with chain of vapor as long as there's not oh, two yeah. of them. Um, and so yeah, so you kind of start whittling yeah. down these these things that that kill the combo, and you actually end up with a pretty consistent uh, deck. Yeah, for, yeah uh, and you for do have a sideboard where you can address a bunch of problems also, like the yeah. cursed yeah. totem. Yeah, that is true. I guess. Yeah, three cursed totems. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, when I originally came up with this deck, it was back when elves was everywhere, mm. and I just felt like, I mean, elves. You donate them illusions; they can pay for that thing till the end of time. They can make <laughs> infinite, yeah. They can make infinite mana. I mean, you have the chain of vapor, which is yeah. So that is the other nice thing is, say your opponent can have the ability oh. to pay for the illusions. Chain of vapor, you have that kind of just instant win button if you've donated the illusions. Oh. Chain of vapor it back to your hand and leaves play. They oh. lose twenty. Yeah. Um, and that's so that does double duty in the deck, obviously, with the tides. It's just amazing there and dealing with, you know, any hate permanence your opponent may have. Yeah, it's, um, I gotta say, man, this, yeah. this deck, I, I've always thought of Replenish and, um, and, uh, uh, the blue red Tinker Devourer deck. Like, that's the two decks for Ancient Tombs. Like, they, they profit mostly mm -hmm. of Ancient Tombs, mm -hmm. but this deck, I mean, getting 20 life. And you have Sapphire ah. Medallion as your, like, that's what you want to start with. Like, Ancient Tombs looks so fucking sick in this deck. And it curves out perfectly oh, with, like, absolutely. the Cursed Totem play on turn one and the Powder Kegs. It's super sweet. Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if there's anything broken this deck is yeah. doing, it's Ancient yeah. Tomb, yeah. 100%. Like, that is the one card that pushes this deck over the yeah. top. I've, I've, you know, I've found myself intuitioning for Ancient Tomb on multiple mm-hmm. occasions just to get that that mm-hmm. boost of mm-hmm. mana. Um, yeah, so, the, like, the turn three tide, obviously, is just a beautiful yeah. thing. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, and, uh, <clears throat> and, yeah, getting the 20 life, like, Ancient Tomb is basically card advantage. Yeah. It's it's basically like a rampant growth stapled onto a land. Yeah. So it's just like this amazing, like you start with eight cards in the hand, basically, yeah. if you have an ancient yeah. tomb. The, down, the downside is you lose the life, but with the illusions, like it really yeah, covers it's that fantastic. downside pretty it's nicely. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Yeah. But uh, accumulated knowledge then, is that like, is that just old tech like it's not worth to even consider anymore in in tricks or uh so ak i do like mm. ak i think it it could have a home in the deck i think the only problem is there's just no room mm. left anymore yeah we've shoved this whole 12 card tied combo into the thing and yeah. it just i think it takes up like a, two, a couple the of too many slots are so that's why better in that sense i guess looking for the combo. yeah i'll go to my grave yeah, yeah impulse, selection impulse. selection seems better than <laughs> quantity yeah. yeah yeah definitely so i think the candidates for replacing um if you did want to put ak in the deck would be the two factor fictions obviously yeah. and then you know maybe maybe one donate can go maybe one intuition can go mm. something like that because i i think ak is nice it's just um i just didn't feel like i had, mm. I had enough mm. slots so that's why I settled on the Factor Fiction, because it's only two slots. It draws you a bunch of cards when you need mm. to against the black decks that are trying to therapy you and duress you and all that stuff. It's just a really great way to mm. catch up on yeah, cards. Yeah. And it's more compact than the whole AK yeah. package. But how about like a secondary wing con, like Morphling or Masticore or even Final yeah. Conclave? Well, yeah. What's your thought process? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so after losing that game to the, the Ivory mm. Tower... I was thinking like I need some other way to deal damage or to to close out games, yeah. um, and I think I am gonna try one morphling in the sideboard. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. It could be main deck too, um, mm-hmm. but I think having it in the sideboard is nice just in case something goes wrong, like the combo just is not gonna work. You have something there. You can realistically keep your opponent under control with the tides and yeah. land a morphling and. Maybe that gets there against uh, certain decks. Yeah, I mean, there's like black vice. If you tie them, they will take damage because they can't cast their spells. Yeah. Hopefully, and, yeah, and, I, that yeah. one. Yeah, that crossed my and, mind. And like yeah. it's kind of good with yeah. you playing arcane denials also. So yeah. you, you're right. like not yeah. caring about the, yep. what it has in hand, just taking care of the the mana and mm-hmm. the like going off basically. You could squeeze in stasis here eventually if you like trim some more cards. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, yeah, that's and, the next uh, dreadnought, yeah. Oh, dreadnought, oh, dreadnought too. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. true. Like you could even have dreadnoughts here, of course. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I could jam four mm. combos into one. Yeah, what can go I wrong? think Phil Nguyen would be very happy to see that mm. deck. <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be the ultimate just amalgamation yeah. of <laughs> everything great and pretty. Yeah, like uh, one dreadnought maybe is better than a, a morphling in that sense. Yeah. That is not yeah, a bad idea. I did not least, consider. So. I did not consider the one dreadnought, but that—that's actually a really cool idea. Yeah. I don't hate that at all, because um, 
Yeah, it's funny. I actually, uh, before settling on this, um, this Trix version, I was testing out a tied control version with the dreadnought combo mm -hmm. jammed into mm -hmm. it, which was my other plan against aggro decks. You know, your, your sly and your whatnot is, yeah. you know, maybe just have a turn two dreadnought. Yeah. Um, and the problem I ran into there was division charm just being so bad yeah. in in your control uh, games uh. where you you're, you don't have the dreadnought and you're you have kind of the more control side of the deck no. so <clears throat> it yeah. takes up a lot of space just for that uh, combo piece so it it does yeah and the vision charm doesn't really have any interaction with much else no deck, you, so. you got to go back to discs then again so you can face it out <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right 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 or you just play yeah. a 80 card deck man yeah, oh yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> went, why not? not? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I I yeah, I'm so happy that this this happened this year. Like, yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's it feels pretty cool. I mean, I think I ran pretty well in the monthly, yeah. um, and I think people just didn't know what to expect. That's kind of the brewer's advantage that you yeah. have. Uh, but I am excited to see, you know, how it goes in the elimination mm. rounds and if anybody else decides to pick it up and run with it because mm. it is doing some pretty cool things, mm. I will say. Like, I don't know all the matchups. I don't know how it's going to do against Parfait yep. and, yep. you know, all these things. But I think uh, I think it has uh, some legs to, to continue on in the mm. format, maybe. So we'll see. Uh, yeah. So, Anton, did we need to circle back a bit on uh, the tie there also? Yeah, I'm not sure what we didn't talk about. I mean, we we didn't talk about you actually played replenish as well, and you done put up some good results with that. But like we did an episode about that, yep. uh, mm -hmm. yeah, a, a month ago or so. And you're you have come to the same conclusion as we have basically. Like, um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm not sure what else. You play arcane denial. I play stifle. Basically, me and Manus play stifle. So, but other yeah. than that, like we play pretty similar lists now. Mm. So yeah, very uh, similar. Yeah, I, yeah, I think I was. I was just on the four uh, Ancient Tomb, No City of Traders, because I, I really, my goal with the deck was I really wanted to make the mana better. I wanted to be able to consistently play out those enchantments like the Parallax yeah. Tide and the Wave on turn three with the Soul Land. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was running a Coastal Tower too, actually. Yeah, which, correct. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, maybe is maybe it's not correct, mm -hmm. but it. It uh, it felt good for hitting those colors, uh, I would say, and uh, I think, and you came along with the city of brass, which uh, I think makes a lot of sense. Uh, it seems good against everything except slide. Yeah, maybe. yeah, that, that, that's the one. But, like, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But if I went back to it, you know, maybe I'd maybe I try those cities. Yeah, I've been. I went back to or went back. I went into more Skycloud expense after talking to Fluffy, and it's like okay. it's pretty good. Like you can actually trim uh, the city traders for like basically the playset of. Uh, Skycloud expense because okay. then you have the, you have yeah, the mana, mm. but yeah, yeah, that's something I'd definitely be interested in trying. Yeah, uh, so but you you still seem like uh, you think it's an inconsistent deck, so it, it's yeah, that's yeah. I I mean obviously you have been incredible <laughs> with it, like you you went on an insane <laughs> run, and that's awesome. So I, I mean obviously it was super consistent for you. Yeah, I, I've, I've just... received the uh, variants of the deck also. I should mention like sprinkling. Okay. I went once yeah. and dropped. So like yeah. It's it's been okay. Yeah. I yeah. guess if you have it enough happens. matches yeah, think, uh, under your belt, maybe it feels yeah. that you don't you, you don't hurt yeah, as yeah. bad when you have those runs. No. Yeah. 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 
So I yeah, I did play that deck and I I do like it. It's just I doing some testing and kind of considering like what I might play a LobsterCon or huh? something. It I just had too many games where I was just kind of I had attunement, hit three <laughs> lands, frantic search, hit two more lands, like and just like what is going on? I don't know. It's just What's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> yeah, somehow all the yeah. enchantments are like the bottom. 20 cards in the you're, deck. You're a true but, blue mage. You um, just want everything in your hand. <laughs> like, yeah. I do. I, I I think I just... And the consistency of the mono blue mana base, I think... And also... Okay, so Replenish. What card do you really want to Replenish? You have Intuition, but you really want like an mm -hmm. Impulse. Mm -hmm. You want something like that in there to really yeah. make it more consistent. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think if I'm playing blue, if I'm playing a combo deck, I just want to have Impulse because it just gives me a warm fuzzy feeling of i can find what i need when mm -hmm. i need it it's, so. a, it's a good card yeah but uh yeah. tide seems to be the card that uh like ties the room to together yeah. right you've been yeah, brewing, totally. brewing a lot with tide basically no yeah I, I have yeah i've played a lot of other brews too yeah. um i just they weren't good enough to Exactly. Results, so people know me for the you, time. Have you actually played like the classic, like Mark Eric Vogt blue white tide control deck, or is that like too? I have never. Yeah, have. There's something wrong. <laughs> no, there's something wrong with my brain. I think I don't know what it is. I just I have no interest in playing blue white. I don't no. know. I've I've played it in testing. I've played maybe like ten matches with it oh. um, in testing, and I don't know. I, there's something wrong with me. I just want to be different. Yeah, I, know I, don't, I don't know what it is. We could. Yeah, let's get into that. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we could turn this into a therapy yeah, session, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that the whole thing? Yeah. Like you want to be, uh, you want to stand out. Mm. Like you want to make. Uh... Yeah, I think it's just the yeah. Johnny yeah, like, kind yeah. of thing, yeah. where it's just like the feeling I get from winning with something that I'm not supposed to win mm. with is so much better than winning every tournament with blue yeah. white control. Yeah. Like just that one month of donating illusions yeah. and it going five months. That's one, pretty it, nice. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm that's totally with you boring. there. And I, I usually get tired. Like you shouldn't be able to get tired of winning, but like playing the same deck and going good isn't mm -hmm. like enough for me either. Like you want to mm -hmm. go over and above yeah. in a sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it just starts. I feel like also when I'm playing a good deck, maybe there's more pressure to do well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. Maybe that that's part of it. Yeah. But you, you wanna, I wanna be in the phase that where I play like an underplayed deck or something like a bit undiscovered, and you, mm -hmm. you get good with a deck, so you get results, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's nice. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a story about tricks as well. I, ha I, I think we have talked about this Seb in like episode four or something, mm. uh, but like back in 2017 or 18 in Sweden, mm. uh, you were on tricks, I was on secret force and Could like, be. yeah, we were so convinced that Sapphire Medallion needed to be banned because tricks was obviously a tier one. <laughs> I deck, was but convinced. It, it, yeah, yeah, but it, it never won. Like yeah, I remember yeah. vividly you, you tricks and I played a spike feeder. So I went up to 22 life yeah. and yeah, I went down to two, but you couldn't do shit. And then you tricked again, but then I had like, 10 mana so i had like three turns to kill you and it's like <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need i yeah i think t tide really yeah. well really if you have the stifle yeah. you can yeah, stifle exactly. 
one sure. of those I spike didn't have charts. a stifle. That's the and problem. Then um, and I, or, or I yeah. could have just bounced it, right? <laughs> yeah, but have... you had ancestral knowledge instead. Yeah, I didn't even have a hoodwink or anything to <laughs> no, no. take care of that. Yeah. yeah. To dig through time yeah. and be modern. Yeah. Ancestral knowledge. That's, it's a cool one. Yeah. Uh, cool. That that heads us into a beloved segment, I guess. Right, Anton? Is it time for your... Uh, yeah, we we talked a lot with brewers this year so far in pre-modern episodes. So uh, let's do a brew that or screw that. Mm -hmm. And this time, Seb, you actually Sounds need to good. play the fucking intro you did and the outro. The, you, you said you were going to do it last... Yeah, you did. Oh my god. I Yeah, so bad. I've been I've been out of it this last uh, <laughs> like I work as a teacher. There's grading season now, so I blame it all on that. Too many You're things excused. to keep track of. You're excused. Okay. But and uh, and uh, we heard you you're selling guitars and you're doing a lot of music, so maybe you can do a cool intro and send us to us as well. So. Maybe. If you like flamenco guitar, I could send you something. That's the only style I really play. That's going to be so, nice. Yeah, that's going to be nice. All right. So cool. for the listeners, we're going to play Brew That or Screw That. I'm going to read up five cards um, and Andy and Seb gonna say if they want to brew that card or screw that card that's basically it okay <laughs> i'm gonna I, I've, I've taken some inspiration like people have started to send me suggestions of cards they wanted to so this is from uh, pre-modern denmark desolation it's a black enchantment for one black black at the beginning of each end step each player who tapped a land for mana this turn sacrifices a land. Desolation deals two damage to each player who sacrificed a planes this way. Andy, brew that or screw that? 100% brew that. In fact, I have brewed that in the past multiple okay. times. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically you just need artifact mana, you know, mox diamonds, charcoal diamonds, mm -hmm. mine stones, um, so that you're not so you can get rid of all of your lands, I yep. guess. <laughs> and you're, you, know, you don't care. Yeah. So you still have mana and uh, yeah, and your opponent uh, gets uh, gets pretty well screwed. Mm -hmm. Seem, seems decent. It seems really decent, right? Sam, what, what, uh, what yeah. do you think? Well, yeah, I guess the big problem is that it's double black. That's the biggest problem I see. Uh -huh. uh, also means Dark Ritual. I, I kind of like the wording on the original Visions cards here. Desolation deals two damage to that planes controller. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> did you control that plane? <laughs> uh, yeah, take that parfait. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. You can probably do some weird stuff with it that I'm not seeing. So um, you can like you mentioning Andy, if you don't need the actual lands. We we do have dark rituals in this format. I don't know if that matters yeah. or not, but uh, if you have enough moxen and uh, artifact mana or uh, yeah, whatever, even 
were bears or whatever. <laughs> I don't know where we where we're going, but <laughs> could go. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna give it a yeah thumbs up. Cool. Thanks, Premodern Denmark, for this suggestion. I I, uh, I have missed this card, so yeah, I I I also want to brew that. All right, next card. We're still into mana stuff. Uh, Upwelling, a green enchantment from Scourge. Three colorless, one green. Players don't lose unspent mana as steps and phases end. Is the current oracle of it, but. The old, old card says, mana pools don't empty at the end of phases or turns. Brew that or screw that. Andy. Oh, that is a weird one. That that one is kind of, it kind of melts your brain because you have to think of the game in a totally different way than you yeah. used to. Um, so what would be the things that you'd want to do with this? I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. Like ramp into a shitload of mana. Yeah, so you'd like <laughs> bank up, like... Or maybe like Awakening, yeah. like just make a ton of mana because you can make mana like twice on your turn, once on your opponent's turn. So you're going to get up to a but lot th of mana. This is bilateral, quickly. so it, it it's it, it's balanced. <laughs> like it also happens for yeah. opponent, so yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. But you're, you're playing Caravex Torch uh, or whatever and your opponent is. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting one. I, I'm, I love brewing, so I'd say ah, cool, that. Cool. Sam. Yeah, if it were, we could play high tide with it, maybe if it had blue, mm. but yeah. it's green. Uh, that's uh, what's not going for it. I don't know what green. Also, high tide is not legal in pre-modern, but I like where you're heading. Yeah, but uh. like that territory. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, what, what do you What do you want to do with high tide mana? I, I can only think of fireball and stuff like that. Uh. What do you want to do with all the mana? I'm not sure. I, I I played this card back in like EDH back in 2010 or something, mm. when Rofellos was a legal commander. Like, it worked. It did wonders. But I have no idea in Primordial. I'm I'm pretty interested in this card. So I wanted to pick if, your brains about it. Yeah. If you like, can you destroy it in a sense, so you can make use of it? Only you make it. No. I yeah. I don't know. Uh, like, what's the essence of brew that or screw that? It's just like try to make a deck with it, right? That's what. what yeah, or some saying. part of a deck. Like it can be a yeah. part combo or something, yeah. but something that. Yeah. Yeah. I only see it as a one trick pony kind of deck, but I don't see any other things rather than X spells. So. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, well, sure, brew that, I guess. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I'm, like I'm not particularly fond of it, but uh, it, it does something. Yeah, 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 sure. It's not useless. <laughs> no. Okay, cool. Let's continue. So, next card is Mind Slicer. Uh, black creature for two black black. It's a 4-3 horror. When Mind Slicer dies, each player discards their hand. Brew that or screw that. Andy. Well, you're just listing off like playable cards here. I mean, that's <laughs> Mind Slicer is awesome. Yeah, but uh, still doesn't I, see I mean, it. We yeah. don't see it too often. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people have tried brewing with it before. I think Brian Manalakos yeah. in the PSS2 that I was in, he had a pretty sweet Mind Slicer build. Um, yeah, Phil Taylor did in Epic as well, like uh, once. I, I've seen this as a brewing territory, but yeah. 
I'm not sure how good it is. So you tell me. I don't know. I mean, it's a four, three for four. That's not yeah, bad, yeah, right? Yeah. It's right. Four, four power. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I def definitely brew that. Top end card in mono black suicide with like cabal therapies. The sacrifice of that. I have no idea. Yeah. Some <laughs> racks. That, right? It could be in the pit rack deck. I, I think yeah, for sure. you could do, you could. Yeah. yeah. Innocent playing, blood, like sweet tech. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're playing negator sometimes, like right, and yeah. those types of decks. So this is like, yeah, it needs to be heavily yeah, turns, black once again, uh, base deck. You go turn one, turn one therapy, turn two ritual, mind slicer, flashback therapy. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah something. Nobody has no, any cards. No, no. <laughs> like what? Was what deck is it really good against? Like what? Where can you just go, like, okay, discard your hand, and I basically win? Uh, I guess that's a bunch of decks. Yeah. I mean, uh, could, could you even yeah. have it in sideboard for the rock? <laughs> like, oh. is it too... But then when do you play it? Maybe you play it in the kind of dredge at home type decks with the Icarus right. and the Ashen Ghouls. Right. Mm, you, yeah. You drop your hand, and it's a black creature. And yeah. Does stuff. Yeah, yeah, you exactly like zombie infestation stuff like that yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we, yeah. I think we should brew this board. Yeah, I hear so, say so and Seb so as well. Yeah, cool, sure, cool. sure, of course. All right, next card is a Gabriel Shalom special. He's the guy who brews this, I think, and if there's someone else too, I guess. But okay, transcendence. So this is a white enchantment for three white, white, white. You don't lose the game for having zero or less life. When you have 20 or more life, you lose the game. Whenever you lose life, you gain two life for each one life you lost. <laughs> it's a lot of text in this one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but, but I think yeah, I'll just pull that one up. I, I have read this card before, but I just need to refresh. Yeah. So bas basically, you don't lose the game for having less than zero life. Yeah. Okay, sure. So, uh, But you can't have more than 20 life. Yeah, you lose the game. Uh, and so, so it's you, kind of you're, like a reverse yeah. false cure. Mm -hmm. you, you're starting over uh, from 20 when you go down to zero, basically. Yeah. Right. And when you lose life, you gain yeah, two so life for each one life you lost. So, hmm? so this is basically a donate yeah, target, I, I guess. Yeah, I think so too. No, um, but when your opponent, yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe, yeah, yeah. So what happens with this and false cure, though? Say, somehow you have this in play. Well, I guess you'd have to donate it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah it really. And yeah, so false cure would mean if they gain life, they, they lose twice that life. And this says you will gain double that life. But then... So would that just be like an infinite yeah, loop? Like if you... I have no idea. Cool. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, donate, donate it and find some way to make them gain life. Yeah. yeah. No, no I, you, you don't need to. You can... They, they don't need to gain life you, well they can stay at 20 yeah yeah if they have i mean they can, you can make you can deal damage to them also right so because that gives them life and then they're you don't have to make 20 damage it, it's enough if they 
Do they die instantly with the, if they have 20? When you have 20 have... or more life, you lose the game. So it's a trigger, I guess. When you get to 20 life, it triggers. Um, so if you're at 20, you don't lose? Yeah, 20 or more life. You lose at 20. So if I donate this and uh, my opponent is at 20, <laughs> he instantly loses? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh... thinking like there, there's also... If we don't donate it, like this could stabilize us if we're playing cards like I don't know, Form of the Dragon. So we're we're kept at five life. Uh, but mm -hmm. like having two enchantments at that CMC seems pretty bad. But I, I have no idea. I, I think it's an interesting card at least. Mm. It is. Yeah, the mana cost is going to be rough. I I think maybe you could show and tell this. Yeah. Um, yeah. That might be then show and tell donate basically wins the game mm. um so it's cool it yeah. says here on the rulings if your life total is 20 or more and you control effect that says you can't lose the game then it's infinite loop is formed oh cool <laughs> so we, we'll go to dragon loop we can do it if, we can do it if neither player wants to end the loop by removing one of these two cards for the battlefield the game ends in a draw oh, <laughs> can we do man. this deck please that's incredible yeah we need phil yeah. when and gabriel shalom to team up on this one yeah, this is this can be the 007 deck for pre-modern like you, you're yeah, yeah you're just so. drawing games over and over and over yeah. cool so oh, do we want to oh, yeah. brew it or screw it I guess we just did, yeah. so I'd yeah. say brew it. We already brewed it. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Someone just put together cards. Yeah, oh, that's great. All right. Um, next card. This is from uh, another Gabe. This is Gabe Farkas who suggested this card. Uh, Teferi's Puzzle Box. So, artifact for mana. At the beginning of each player's draw step, that player puts the cards in their hand on the bottom of the library, in any order, then draws that many cards. Brew that or screw that? Seb, you want to go first this time? Uh, well, we've had this... The, this is in Scryings, right? Uh, it's legal in Scryings, yes. I think. Yeah. Uh, so... You need to have some sort of... Well, I guess the only... Thing I gather is that you're in some kind of pit rack deck again, but then they would probably play this. Okay. Uh, so I don't know what to do with it uh, in this format. We need Chains of Mephistopheles here. So I'm, yeah, I think I'm saying no. You need <laughs> okay. yeah, you need some way to punish your opponent for drawing cards, right? So you need Chains of Mephistopheles or Underworld Dreams, or there's no like um, Narset type effect mm -hmm. where. Mm -hmm. They can. They can only they draw one card. They need to discard because they draw, drew, drawn to. Yeah. I don't know. Is there anything? I'm not sure if there's anything like that in the format. But yeah, I'm thinking about the card replacement cards, like the the winds of uh, stuff. But then you actually go down in cards as well. So I have no idea. Either. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I have to say screw that on this one. I I don't see at the moment. Any way to really <clears throat> break it in the format? I could be wrong, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. Yeah. Are we missing something, Anton? I, I, no, I have no I have no idea. I'm I'm not always a man with a plan. Sometimes I just read a card because it seems interesting, and I want to pick your brains about it. Uh, I I'm um, pretty lost on this one as well. Because you can't like stifle anything here. You can't do anything tricky like that. Uh, you put the cards in your hand on the bottom of. 
Yeah, and then draws and that draws many cards. That. So it's uh, it's in the same. You, 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 but it, with, yeah. with like land tax, you could actually. I guess yeah, land yeah, tax. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah land this tax. is the draw step. So land tax happens in upkeep, and then you can replace those with. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a scroll rack yeah. that you don't have to pay one mana for every turn. Right. But guess. you have to replace your whole hand every you, Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you do the you do your normal draw before this ability is put on the stack. Um. Yeah. No. Like if you're like just uh, does it, it screws up your opponent's uh, hand a bit, right? Yeah, your game plan or whatever. So or it makes their hand if you better. have like <laughs> a burn deck, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but but it costs four. So if it costs two, maybe it would have been something crazy you could do with. But yeah, yeah, no. <clears throat> All right, so we're we're screwing to first puzzle box down. Yeah. Cool. That was uh, that was it. That was the fifth card of today. A good brew sesh. Yeah, it was. Say. It was. Mm. <laughs> Have we missed anything today? Would you say, uh, Andy? I think we. I don't know. I think we hit pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to talk about. Yeah. And going forward, we wish you luck with the trick stick. Uh, you need yeah, to be the champion you. of this. You're... Appreciate it. Yeah, we'll see. See if I can take it down. I mean, if you win May monthly, you will you will like receive god status. Like the the thing you sh <laughs> the thing you chased back in like '96. That is what will yeah. happen. No pressure, man. But, but... Not, yeah, not not the financial. Reward, no, no, no. But but, but the rock star. Just yeah. yeah. The, the bragging yeah, rights is good enough. Course. Yeah. So yeah, good luck. Thank you. Nice guys. Well, thanks for joining us, Andy and Anton. Always nice to have you with me. Yeah, thanks. Uh, nice. I'm figuring we'll have some sort of summer break soon. I don't know if we're squeezing in another episode or ever, but uh, uh, take care out there, folks. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good luck with LobsterCon as well, Andy and everyone. Like that is coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we we'll do something uh, around that. I guess uh, after that. Yeah. Then we'll take our summer vacation. <laughs> yeah, and pra Prague Championship just had a huge turnout as well. So it's like big tournaments. Yeah. Happening. We could do we could do something like that to end with Anton. We can have a conclusion of all the big events. Yeah. Uh, Sounds good. Maybe a live uh, thing. Drunk and live stream. Yes, yeah. the best ones. Okay. <laughs> cool. Bye bye. All right, thank you guys for having Thanks, me. Andy. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.